Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Chris Smith, and today we're going to dive into some of the ways in which technology can lead to an apocalypse or just destruction of human life in general. First, I want to talk about more of the direct ways in which technology might bring on an apocalypse. Um, we see this with potentially cyber criminals or cyber hackers um, who are known to hack into bank accounts and manipulate balances. Um, they can hack into centralized banking systems and potentially push economies into meltdown. And then if such, if these breakdowns occur in multiple nations um, at the same time, this could potentially disrupt trade um, at a global level and trigger a chain of events that may lead to a worldwide crisis. And we know that many countries are dependent on each other um, and supplies and trading. And so um, wiping out uh, a country's economy can, will also affect um, the other countries that are also depending on this country's um, resources. Another way in which technology can bring on an apocalypse is we can look at our communication systems and our power grid. Um, our power grids are widely interconnected um, and support a lot of different things um, in our cities and our in the, and in the country. And an attack to our power grid or or a failure to our power grid um, can lead to um, this can disable our power grid in our communication systems, which can ultimately make um, all our technology useless. Um, and then depending, and since we've become a lot more dependent on um, power and our communications grid, um, this like blackout can cause massive shutdowns um, throughout the world and can like literally just bring everything to a standstill. Um, so we see how how reliant human um, the human race is um, on technology and and communicating. And if this was affected, um, many of our um, daily um, routines would be canceled. Like imagine if a doctor was um, performing surgery um, and then the power shut off and then his backup generator also shut off too. Um, then that would be that would be a terrible case. So. Uh, we see how important power, the power grid, and our like our our um our communication system is, um, and how dependent we become on it as humans. Kind of my last way on how technology might bring on in uh, a human apocalypse is um looking at maybe potentially AI technology, and even though that hasn't been extremely um extremely relevant to date, um in the future, especially as technology continues to um expand. And um, become more complex. We can. This could potentially lead to an issue as um, maybe computers um, and different techn technological systems um, gaining intelligence that um, exceeds that of humans. Um, this could potentially be a direct threat to um, humanity um, with self-aware machines um, destroying us, and um, this would be um, an extremely bad. Um, situation, especially since we've seen, um, well, we've seen TV shows on this, but um, the fact that this isn't like far fetched, um, it's kind of scary in itself. Um, and if technology, um, if and if this AI technology um, begins to make decisions for humans, um, then if this increases over time, then there's just going to be 
um, generations of humans who can't make decisions for each other or for themselves. Um, and I've been taking a um, human evolutionary course, and this kind of um, reminded me of this in that um, the human brain was evolved to make decisions and to be in unpredictable um, living situations and surroundings and novel environments. Um, and so our human brain has developed in order to help us make decisions um, in these novel environments. And just thinking of if technology was to or if AI technology was to become smarter than us um, and as humans, we wouldn't need to make all these complicated decisions, then we could see like some sort of um, reverse evolution of the human brain, um, which could change our species as a whole. In all these scenarios that are brought up, it's not necessarily the technology itself that might lead to our destruction or, or, or bring along an apocalypse, but it's really our over-reliance on this technology. And um, unless like a natural disaster tr triggers a technological meltdown or, or AI technology um, actually begins to decide to end humanity, um, it's really not the technology that um, we really need to fear, but it's really the humans in control of this technology. Um, and so this is what I think is very important to think about in that um, we can have technology and it can be beneficial to us, but it's really how we use it and who is using this technology as well. In this next part, I kind of want to talk about how technology might be leading to an apocalypse in more of an indirect way. Um, and what I mostly want to focus on is how technology is destroying um, more of the quality of human interactions. Um, due to technology, we can see how um, the Internet and, and mobile technology um, can subtly be destroying um, the meaningfulness of interactions we have with each other and kind of creating some, some sort of isolation in today's society. Um, and this technology and internet and social media um, and all these different forms of technology are supposed to, I guess, bring us together in a sort of way and help us connect to each other more. Um, but it's actually kind of leading to um, some sort of isolation depending on how you use it. And something simple could be like, instead of spending time in person with friends or family, we decide to just call or text them or see them on social media. And while this might be simpler, um, it really takes away the, the personal interactions that um, being face-to-face -face has. Um, and like sending an emoji or something like that doesn't actually um, portray the real face-to-face um, -face, like smile or facial expressions that um, we really see when people are face-to-face. Um, are -face. Another more indirect way in which technology might lead to destruction of human life and interactions is when looking at social media and social media was created to help us interact with each other and to um, connect better with others and connect with more people. Um, and this can be good as when I was talking to my mom the other day, um, she was talking to me about how, how many people she's lost contact with um, since high school and everything and how um, having social media would have been um, a big thing in her day too, as she would have been able to connect with more people. Um, but even though we're able to connect with a lot of people, um, that doesn't necessarily mean we're, we're creating quality friendships or relationships. Um, and looking at um, an evolutionary psychologist um, studying um, kind of connections with people in their social network, 
um, where we see that people are limited to um, a number of quality um, relationships. And this is like maximum 100 to 200 um, quality relationships with per each person. And a lot of times I'm even coper to this. I have thousands of friends on Facebook or Twitter or um, whatever social media you just you decide to use. Um, and these aren't necessarily quality relationships. Um, and another way I see in which technology might um, hurt human interactions um, is it can can kill diversity in the sense that um, at least on Twitter, uh, Twitter, I think, is one of the main platforms in which this is evident in that. Um, we see that a lot of um, people who have influence or followers on Twitter, um, if they have like a certain opinion or they push a certain narrative out there, then a lot of people um, are drawn to that um, and take that opinion as their own, which I think is very hurtful in that um, it kills kind of the diversity um, of Form, deforming your own opinion. Um, and really, it's just people depending on um, or looking at um, opinions of others in which they really don't even believe in themselves. So um, this can be definitely harmful um, as it creates a lack of diversity. So while wrapping this up, I think that technology is definitely um, useful and beneficial for humans as um, it's helped us advance as a human society and has allowed us to maintain like social connections um, with people and friends that we would have lost if we didn't have this technology. But I think we also need to take a step back and to realize how dependent we've become on technology um, and to not continue to, I guess, overly depend on technology to the point where we spiral out of control. Um, and so maybe we can take practical steps and and doing this by, um, and just the little things, I guess, and that maybe instead of ordering online, um, you go into the store and order um, whatever you're trying to buy, or just little things like that, um, so we can maintain social interactions. We've definitely seen this during COVID, um, of how a lot of our interactions are only through um, technology or through screens or through video, um, and it's just not the same as a face-to-face -face interaction. So. Um, hopefully this podcast was interesting and um, just thank you for listening.